This podcast celebrates one year on January 7th, 2021. Coming up here in this episode, we have each selected a moment that truly made us laugh and feel good when sharing uh, the story with you. We've each chosen one that you're going to hear, plus what you have chosen as the listener's choice moment of the year. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. I put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. And I've realized I'm not quite as strange as I thought I was originally. Because Christmas is over. We're on the other side of Christmas. I hope everyone had a great holiday. Spent lots of time with your family. But I have always sorted out my kids' presents. We have three kids. 21-year-old son, Will. 17-year-old daughter, Olivia. 14-year-old daughter, Charlotte. And because... You know, you want all their little... What are you doing? You want all their little piles to be equal. And so I am always like staging the presents in the closet. And you'll come in there and be like, what are you doing? And I've got like Will's pile and Olivia's pile and Charlotte's pile. And I'm always trying to make sure everybody's equal. And so I was asking some people, I'm like, do you do this? Like, do you stage out your presents to make sure that everything's kind of equal? You know, because the older they get, like some of the presents, like video games, they are... They look like they're not very much, but they cost a lot. But anyways, I've talked to people and they do spreadsheets, Excel spreadsheets for their kids to make sure that each one of them is equal. What do you think about that? I don't know. Do we need to do, do we need to focus on that to justify the amount of money that we spend on well, each Well, you child? feel bad. Like if you have multiple kids and one person's opening a ton of presents, but then another person's not, but their presents were more expensive and you feel like you need to tell them and say something. But do you? No, you don't actually. Okay. But that's just what moms do. But, but this made you feel empowered. It made me feel that, empowered. That some of your friends also do that. Right. But I also want to say that this was the first um, holiday. Like this is the first time we got to spend time with Nana in eight months. And so my mom, Nana, lives in an assisted living facility. And because of COVID, they have not been let out to roam free since COVID started in March. Nana has not left this building. Her building. Yeah. In eight months. And so. Not as long than that. Yeah. Uh, ten. Ten, yeah. So she got to come over to our house for Christmas, and Al, my mom's 100-year-old boyfriend who lives with her, that's a whole other story. Who could beat me in a 20-yard dash today in he, the parking lot here at the Anthemedia Group. He got let out. He was so excited. Yeah. It's like they were being released into the wild. Think about that, though. I know. You have been in a 600-square-foot apartment for 10 months. You have had your meals delivered to you in styrofoam packaging. I know. You no, they were. She was groomed. so excited. Well, she's been groomed, but they were so excited. She was so excited to see the grandkids. We were so excited to spend time with her. So I hope everyone just felt the fact that the, this set of holidays, while different, was really not about staging your presents and who got more, who got what. But it was just about being around your family. But I'm also not weird for staging my present. So, all right. My present is my present. Wait, my present to you is my presence. Do you like that? All right, on the way here today, what was your hype song? My hype song today was Rodney Atkins, Take a Back Road. Okay. Love Rodney Atkins. Started on, uh, he's been in country music forever. Uh, was signed to Curb Records. And he, um, what's the other song about the, whether you, the orange drink and the chicken nuggets? Watching You. That's yeah. a great Rodney Atkins song. So he wrote that about his son who um, was involved in this horrific accident like two years ago. A drunk driver hit him. Um, and it was all over the news. The The guy was like 
plastered out of his mind that hit Rodney Atkins' son. But his son miraculously walked away from the accident with nothing. Um, so that was a great thing. And then, you know, Rodney was like on this career path up, 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 and he's still releasing music and doing great, but he was definitely one of like kind of that group of artists who was on the rise. And so we were in Nashville, you were hosting the CMAs and we always did this big after party, um, after the CMA awards and you hosted it and different artists would come over and sing and it was great. And Rodney was there one year with his then wife. And they went home and had um, some sort of dust up, some sort of argument, which happens after the CMAs, you know. Does it? Yeah, well, sometimes people drink too much and things happen. And allegedly, allegedly. He tried to kill her with a pillow. He did. The ne- he never said he was trying to kill her. Well, of course. Who's going to say that? Your lawyer is going to say, don't ever say that you tried to kill your wife with a pillow. He said he was just moving the pillow. The pillow case. He said he was just moving the pillow around. But allegedly, yes. So then they got divorced 24 hours later. Whatever led to that dust up. And, but I mean, I guess, listen, if you see someone trying to smother you with a pillow, you're going to be like, I don't want to live with you anymore. Because they're going to keep trying to do it different ways. Like if they didn't succeed the first time, then are you going to be in the pantry and they like come in and try to hit you over the head with a frying pan or something? They're like, well, the pillow didn't work. Or you're forever going to bed <laughs> with one eye open. Oh, my God. Seriously. Like, like remove all the pillows in the bed? Yes. <laughs> Like, is he going to come at me with that pillow again tonight? So it begs a question, and I mm-hmm. ask you on the way home from Nashville, the very long drive over Mile It Eagle, always is after the CMA Awards. Mm. Because I'd be doing a show, a morning show, in addition to CMA stuff, I'd be doing a morning show, which national time becomes 4 a.m. start time to 9 yeah. a.m. And you're just dehydrated, driving over Mount yes. Eagle, just trying Driving. to get home to whatever's awaiting you at home with three kids. You're thinking about stopping to get fireworks for the kids, and you're like, you know what, screw it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, we're not stopping. So I ask you, I said, would you, have you ever, not would you, because that's a whole different question. Have you ever thought of smothering me with a pillow? Okay, why are you thinking? Why well, are I'm, you thinking? I'm thinking if I've ever thought of trying to smother you with a pillow. I don't think that I have. Oh, I have. Thought of smothering you with a pillow. Not to take you out, but just when you're snoring so bad. Okay. Every wife has like, okay, what can I do to stop this? All right. Let's wrap your hype song selection yes, by sorry. saying that Rodney Atkins was never. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, nothing was ever. Nothing ever charged, came of it. No, yes, nothing ever came of it. With attempted murder. And he is now married to another country singer. Rose Falcon. Rose Falcon, which, as I told you, sounds like uh, a Mandalorian ship from the Star Wars episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not familiar with that. Okay, I'm adding, what about you? Okay, you ready for this? I don't know. I'm adding John Anderson straight tequila night. I do love some John Anderson. Don't ask her on a straight tequila night. You'll start thinking about her, then you're ready to fight. I don't know if that's real words or not. But no, I think that's it. Yeah. Gosh, John Anderson John has Anderson. swinging. Yes, and uh, blow, blow, seminal wind, blow like you're never going to blow again. I mean, those were the good old days of country. Golly. How old is he? Is he alive? I don't know. I mean, I hope so. Well, we hope. I hope so. Yeah. All right. So those two selections being added, uh, it's a very simple search. Hit Spotify and then search for Caddy and Donna hype songs. And the entire list from 2020 will pop up. Uh, And so if you're traveling this week at some point uh, and and you're up to speed on all episodes of My Second Act, check out the Spotify hype song playlist. It's uh, got a little bit of everything on it. So... The CEO of Peloton is John Foley. 
Peloton is the company that sells those fancy stationary bikes and treadmills and subscriptions to streaming fitness classes with hot instructors and occasionally you'll hear a birthday shout out for somebody on premium. Well, yeah, I mean, you couldn't during the pandemic, you could not get a Peloton bike. You couldn't get away from Peloton. Everybody's getting a Peloton. John Foley starts every morning with a sink drink. The first thing he does is drink 40 sips of water from his hands at the bathroom sink. It's efficient, he says. I drink until I feel like I'm going to throw up water every day. This makes no sense to me. It's not the, again, it's not the 40 drinks of water. Why not have a cup? Pre-fill it. I mean, and, and if, if he's like, okay, I'm going to be, you know, pedestrian and drink out of the sink instead of fancy like water, bottled water, then fill your cup with your sink water. But if you do this on a regular every single day. Have you a cup in the bathroom? Why would you not have a cup? Can you imagine like if he has a wife and, you're, and the wife's probably laying in bed like listening to him and she's getting out of the shower and she's like, oh boy, here we go. And he turns on the water and starts that slurping. I couldn't have it. For God knows how long with 50 drinks of water. And then does the water go everywhere? Why? So it got us to thinking this for us may seem like an unusual behavior for John Foley. But you may be a sink drinker yourself. Think about, wait a minute. There's nothing wrong with John. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm a sink drinker myself. So what odd things do you do? That you feel pretty certain there are other people like you that do those same things. I'll go first. Okay. Something that Donna wanted to dive in a little deeper during this episode of my second act was the fact that I blow dry, blow dry my balls. Okay. Your nether regions. My parts. Okay. All right. On a nice warm setting. At the age that I'm at, which is 47, very young 47. But when. You're very young 47, but okay. Uh-huh. Well, at this age and in my body type, <laughs> when I have to bend over with a towel to like dry my ankles, it can be painful. So it's much easier, it's much easier for me to take the hair dryer and just shoot that stream of hot air down to my ankles and work your way up, bottoms of your feet. And then work your way up. I was going to say, what, what what do your ankles have to do with your nether region? Like if you're just going to dry off your I nether I just don't region. blow dry my, my parts. I, I blow dry my legs, my ankles, my feet, my thighs. Oh, my God. My hangers. What? What are your hangers? Everything. What I are your hangers? Everything. I think that it's I think that, 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 that it is very normal. I think that there are millions of men and potentially women that blow dry their bodies with a hair dryer. I mean, I have nothing against it, but you will wait on me. It's like it's so like you get the hair dry. Yeah, you're standing there with your little towel wrapped around your waist, and I'm trying to dry my hair. And I just look over at you, and you're like, "Are you finished? You done?" I need to blow dry my my body now. Donna puts deodorant under her boobies. Lots of people do that. Do they? Mm-hmm. Do they? Yeah. This is a, a great example of why we have the dedicated podcast voicemail text line. Larger breasted women put deodorant under their under there. Mm-hmm. Or is is the deodorant not smothered by the boobie? No. <laughs> no. How does it breathe? Okay, because, all right, yeah. Take the time right now and reach out to us. Messages and voicemails come straight to my phone, 770-464-6024, 770-464-6024. 
And if you know someone or if you put deodorant under your boobies or if you blow dry your balls, reach out to us right now. I just thought of this. I have a friend who puts deodorant on the back of her kneecaps. Never when she wears shorts because, yeah, your knees, like when you fold your knees, they can sweat. So, I mean, these things happen. These are normal. Yeah. We had a conversation about me losing my load at the Christmas tree or potentially losing my load after picking up the family Christmas tree when I went shopping for it solo. That's right. By myself. We're a family of five. But I was the only one that was interested. And truthfully, I wasn't in getting a Christmas tree. That's not 100 percent true. Oh, it's all true. I was working. All right. So I go to the, the place and get a Christmas tree. And these two young ladies who are barely juniors at Milton High School tie the tree to the top of the SUV, but not well. And I was convinced that it, I was going to lose my load and the tree was just going to roll off the top of the SUV. And I, I have said, you heard me say in a previous conversation, I would have left. I don't like attention. I, I, don't, want, I, I don't want to be on Instagram live. I don't want to be trending on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Here's the old man. Who lost his tree and he kept on driving. Well, and let's face it, you can't bend over. Hashtag lazy and hashtag what is it you say? Ambivalent. And you can't ambivalent and you can't bend over to touch your toes. So how are you going to bend over to get the Christmas tree back on the SUV? I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't. So I asked Officer Phil Ritchie with the Alpharetta Department of Public Safety. We do a podcast with the App and Media Group, App and Podcast Network. And... It's a pro-law enforcement podcast, and 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 Richie, Officer Richie, is the handler of Canine Raider, who is a 40-pound, full-blooded Labrador Retriever. Gorgeous. Does narcotics detection, community relations, and tracking. I asked him the question, and here's his response. So, Donna is wrong about... Hang on, let me write that down. Well, you already know this, but Donna is wrong about making it left on red. Oh. But Donna is right about getting a ticket. For uh, losing your for losing your load, yeah, uh, it's called unsecured load, and whether or not you secured it yourself, that sounds or painful. If the you know seventeen or eighteen year olds that work at this Christmas tree farm didn't secure it well enough, at the end of the day, you are responsible for what is on your vehicle, okay? And so if you're driving down whatever road and it flies off, um, and it hits a car, or maybe there's just a police officer that sees it fly off your vehicle and it doesn't hit anybody, you can be cited for an unsecured load. I went so far as to ask Officer Ritchie, if the Christmas tree rolled off and I got out and kicked it to the side of the road, would I still be ticketed? And he said, yes. Yes, because you would. But it's not impeding traffic. I lost my load. Big deal. I've put my load on the side of the the road. But it it doesn't affect you anymore. No, it does. How? How It does. Because the place where you probably put it, those little martyr buses drive down that side of the road. I'm in rural North Fulton County. They drive on 400. I'm not. I mean, it could be anywhere. Wherever Wherever you lose it, you have to re-get it. It's still your responsibility. If you purchased it, if you owned it, if it, it was ever on your vehicle, you heard the man say, it's your responsibility. And this ambivalence and laziness of it just being someone else's problem cannot continue. And this, this is a pattern that's continued in our life because with the Christmas trees, because now we have this Boy Scout troop, Troop 841, God bless these little boys, that come and take our Christmas tree. The weekend after Christmas, you pay them $15. I jerk it out of the house with the ornaments on it, the lights on it, and a Snoopy tree topper. Okay, that I've had to, you know, we have a lot of family tree toppers, and this is really making me mad because now I know where my tree toppers have gone. 
But you take it down and they've Ask had your Boy Scout buddies. They've had to leave a note to say, ma'am, please, can you take your lights off your tree? You take it all. They can't. They're putting it in a chipper. On your way to the chipper, take my Christmas lights off. They don't the tree. have time to do that. And that's, again, anyway, ambivalence. Okay. All right. So turns out that recently, in the past few days, Officer Rich told me that Georgia 400 was shut down because someone lost their load while driving southbound and it was a couch. Yeah. And it caused considerable damage to three other cars and shut down this 10, 11 lane interstate southbound for like two hours. So would you be okay if like your your tree fell off and it hurt people or injured people? I was or a mile and a half damaged from the house, their cars? I was a mile and a half from the house when the little ladies tied, attempted to tie my Christmas tree down. So there's that. January 2021. Doesn't everybody, here's what everybody needs to do. You need to hit the reset button. This coming year, uh, more than never, we need to focus on uh, getting more organized, trying to get back to normal, and eating healthier. Dinner affair is perfect. Uh, it's a cost-effective way to get dinner on the table. So many people, uh, after the holidays, try to get their spending in line after eating out all the time, expenses during the holidays, uh, maybe even ordering in expenses, depending on your level of quarantine. And we've we've this is so true, Donna, because we've kind of gotten slack with eating at home here in the past three weeks. Yep. And we've gone out to eat once or twice a week if it's just you and I, which is fantastic. But we, that's not normal for us. So I don't know what it is about the holidays that makes everybody run, just go wonky. run to Longhorn. Let's get back in. Let's let's get back in line though. All right. Dinner affair is adding solo dinners, which are individual servings that go straight into the oven. Also, side dishes are back. They're sold separately or as a complete package. Both being added back to the dinner fair January menu. They haven't had the, the, the space since COVID hit to continue the uh, the side dishes or the solo dinners, but they've moved into this huge brand new facility dinner fair has. So they have now the time and the, the space to get all that ready to go. And you can buy them in uh, your January dinner package. January menu includes cheese ravioli with Parmesan pesto. Oh, sounds so good. Chicken cacciatore. Now, I would have said to you that my mama made the best chicken cacciatore in the world. Growing up, you look forward to that night. I had a little high did anyway. I wouldn't tell Grammy this, but Ken and Stephanie at Dinner Affair do chicken cacciatore much better. Mm. It's also interesting. It's, this is a, an, an oven dish, 35 minutes. Put it in the oven, 35 minutes, you're done. Yeah, I love those dishes because you know, those are the ones that need, I mean, you don't have to do a lot of prep. And that's a big dinner that's going to feed a ton of people. And if you have a bigger family and people want seconds and leftovers and all that good stuff. And with that dinner, all you have to do is like heat up some bread. If you're not into bread, do a small salad on the side. That's the other thing about dinner affair is if you only choose to do the main meals and you don't want to do side dishes, you just do one or two side dishes on your own and you're, you're set to go. But they also have amazing side dishes that make the whole meal completely easy. You're good to go with one meal, the whole thing ready. Always have a fresh home cooked meal ready when you need it most. Uh, free contactless delivery in Atlanta. Dinner affair ships nationwide. No contract and a 100% uh, guarantee. New promo code. Very generous offer from Dinner Affair. $30 off your first order at dinneraffair.com. Enter the promo code Caddy Reset 2021 Caddy Reset 2021 is the promo code now at Dinner Affair. Dinner A-F-A-R-E.com. 770-464-6024. Reach out to us. That is the podcast voicemail text line. Small ask of you when you have time. 
hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Invite and encourage three people that you know to enjoy the podcast and show our sponsors some love. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville, dinneraffair.com, the Hertz My Car Program, guests of the Cadillac Jack. Go ahead. My second act podcast day at the all new Even Hotel in Avalon. Step some world class shopping, dining, and entertainment. Okay, they, these guests are now getting ready to cross over to a new year. Yeah, they're going to have to put down a new credit card. Seriously, for incidentals. We asked you to choose your favorite podcast moment from the last year. The launch of this podcast, the first episode was January 7th of 2020. Um, so it lines up kind of, well, it lines up with the new year, basically. So you have chosen... As your favorite, one of your, because we're going to do this next episode too, but as one of your favorite podcast moments from the last year, Left on Red. Left on Red began in episode two, and it has been part of the fabric of this podcast for the entire year. Left on Red is what you text to get uh, our weekly e-letter, the letter. Um, and you hear us talk about it all the time. So here is 45 seconds from episode two that started a nationwide trend. I've said this to you before. The one thing that I don't understand, I do kind of like when I'm driving, I look at it like it's suggested. Like there are things on what's the road. Su- what's suggested? Things on the road are suggested. Like, like okay, a speed limit? No, I would never do that. But like, for example, okay, you know how you can turn right on red? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've told you this before. If nothing's coming, you should be able to turn left on red. Why only right? So I kind of, I look at that, and I don't, I did not tell this to the kids when I was teaching them how to drive. Well, thank you. I mean, thank goodness because I mean that's you, it's it's illegal. It's unsafe. Again, it's unsafe to turn left on red because you're crossing into. But if no one's coming, Donna. it doesn't matter. Because I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you think about it from like an analytical standpoint, like if you're sitting at the light, and okay, so nothing's coming, and then someone's like, "Beep beep, lady, you can go right on red." If you're sitting there and nothing's coming, why can't you go left on red? Think about it. I guarantee you, there's a group of people out there. We should start a movement. Hashtag left on red. I'm telling you, there's more people who think like me than you think. Hashtag left on red. Very smart, Donna. I still hear from people on the text line or social media that say, "I did it for the first time." Oh my gosh, it's so freeing. I mean, if we can just continue Felt to revisit so this. Yes. You own your car, own your vehicle. Again. Don't heard, worry about laws. You heard Officer Richie earlier. He always, like, that's his big thing. He's always trying to, like, push this. You can't go left on red. You can't go left on red. He, just stop it. Stop it. Because, like, when you're in your vehicle, you are the master of your vehicle. And if you want to turn your music up and nothing's coming and you're at a dead end and you look right, no traffic, you look left, no traffic. Take advantage of it. Do it. Now, let me tell you this. Somebody asked me the other day, when you go left on red, do you turn your signal on? And I said, hell no. You don't want to give anybody the intro or the info that you're coming for them. So what you do is you look left, like slowly. See how I'm doing this? If, if we were a visual podcast, you could see this, like casually look left. Uh-huh. You casually look around, right? And then you gun f- it. freaking gun it. Not so far, not so fast that you, like Olivia said, that you go forward like into the trees. In our front 17 of you. year old teen driver. Who comes I, I, I told her the other day. Who so comes out of our neighborhood like a rocket. We're going to send you some course because Seriously. driver's ed didn't work for you or um, www.driveamerica.com or whatever it is. Some, something didn't take because she is now a horrible driver. Okay, well, she's not a horrible driver. Right. But here's what happens with uh, student drivers. They start out really 
cautious and then they're like they become the master of their vehicle and they think they can and they don't want to really hear fast. from you they don't want to hear your critique or your correction or your no. notes on their driving right but anyway so no do not turn your blinker on All right donna's moment from the past year of podcasting was from an episode on october the 6th the name of the episode was everybody needs a shot of betsy richards betsy richards who's a huge supporter and pop even dear friend of ours um, this is Donna's clip about uh, hibachi. That it was going to be some wind. <laughs> as we're sitting at the hibachi grill Which that's as a family enough. and with strangers. That's gross enough. This, that happens all the time. Donna, I've done that six times since we sat down in the studio. And you don't what? even know. Yes. This particular time, though, turns out it wasn't just air. Mm-hmm. And I had an accident at the hibachi grill in my pants, in my jeans. <laughs> I thought you were kidding. I thought you were being your usual dramatic All right, let's move self. On. Let's move on. I was not. I was not. Y'all wanted to go get Brewster's ice cream afterwards, <laughs> which is two exits north of where we were. And I said, Donna, I shit my pants. If you don't mind, let's go home and have some ice cream. Donna's moment. <laughs> Still laugh when I hear it. Still thinking funny. about it. Yeah, funny. I have selected... One of my favorite moments from an episode that was titled, I'm glad I was your first. It was released on March 12th. And here's a quick setup. The story is about us going to Charlotte's school where she goes now as a freshman, but we were transferring her into another school. And that was always the plan in high school to go somewhere else. Yes. So we had to do a family interview. We had to go in, and it was Don, it was myself, and it was Charlotte, and we were each asked questions, and we've been kind of given a heads up about this from other parents that have kids at this particular school, that this was part of it. I thought I needed just a Bible verse, and I'd be okay, so I quickly okay, I quickly memorized John 3.16 on my way in, but they didn't ask for your favorite Bible verse, so I'm like, oh, what the hell am I going to do now? So uh, this was, um, this was uh, my moment, one of my moments. And so I... Went through my whole, it was basically kind of a story of a couple of things. Tell us about your journey with Christ. Okay. So. That's rather open-ended. And I start, go ahead. You finish and I'm going to say okay. what I said. So we, we yeah. Well, Should, you go, you go. And then Donna has this elaborate, I mean, it's beautiful. I'm even like, shit, that's great right there. You know, I mean, that's good. That's good right there. And um, when it was true. And it was my walk. and, and I my, understand yeah. that, but it was quite impressive. You were Thank very you. eloquent. And you, you could even tell the three amigos, the admissions director, the head of school, and the high school principal were super impressed with your story. And I'm like, well, crap. How am I? And I said out loud, how do I follow that up? Yeah. How do I follow that up? I said, I'm a sinner. <laughs> Aren't we all? I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner is what I told them. But and then I pulled something out of my But you're a, you're a work in progress, as we all are. Okay. All right. Two of the moments there had the S word in them. I know. We're no, if you're just now discovering this from podcast, and we're normally not from that you. way. Normally not that way. All oh, right. okay. Uh, you got one more in you, right? You got another episode. Come on. What else are you doing right now? So I hang around because next episode, three more picks, listener choice, a moment from Donna. My moment's going to be death starts at 269, if you're not familiar with that, when I predicted the coronavirus pandemic and said you will not have a spring break. And what do you know? Your spring break was canceled. People came at me. Sent me things in the mail, posts on my Facebook wall and things. Well, people Can I were, check your liar? People were mad. Don't tell me I'm not going to Orange Beach, Alabama for spring break. People were mad. I already bought me a Yeti. 
Living room sets, sofas, sectionals, love seats, recliners. They got it all. Gallery furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Askforthewolfman.com is the website. And there you can see uh, it's categorized. Every room in your house from accessories to home office to living rooms and, and bedrooms, dining rooms. A Winlow signature designed five-piece bedroom set from $657. $657 right now. It's pretty impressive. Gallery furniture. Wyattfield Benchcraft five-piece bedroom set. Save uh, 200 bucks, $1,700 is the price. Whatever your budget is, they're going to make it happen. Donna is going to make it happen. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman at Gallery Furniture. It's a great time in the new year to kind of, you talk about earlier, kind of restarting your life and resetting things for the new year and getting your goals. If one of your goals is just to get a few pieces to kind of update your home, you've been looking around, you've been sitting in your house now for eight months in quarantine, and you're like, I really am tired of looking at the same furniture. It's a great time to just add in a few pieces. Again, we talk a lot about sets at Gallery Furniture and they have amazing sets, but you don't have to do that. If you just need a console table, if you need a a table to put a TV on. Maybe you got one of your kids a, a new flat screen TV for Christmas. That's a great time to go up and, and just get like a couple of console tables. Do not order them off the internet. You're going to get a box that's going to come with 14 different boxes and no instructions, and you're going to have to put it together. Do not do that. Buy local, shop local, local, and support um, Gallery Furniture. They've supported their community for a long time, and they have a great, great selection for you. Monarch table and chair, six chairs plus a bench, eight forty nine. The price recliners from two ninety nine. Tons of bedding options. Ask for the Wolfman merch available now at askforthewolfman.com. Gallery furniture. Lisa lives in Winter Haven, Florida, the home of Legoland. I love Legoland. I've never been to Legoland, but I love Legos. Like you know, when you go to those places at Disney where they have the big um, characters that are made out of Legos, fascinating. I love that. Didn't we stay at Legoland one time where they dropped the slime? That was um, the Nickelodeon. Oh. That that deserves its own podcast, just staying at the Nickelodeon Resort right. with three kids under the age of 10. Lisa yeah. is a pod peep for this episode of My Second Act. She wrote on the voicemail text line, I listened to your podcast, wanted to drop you and Donna a note. My stepbrother, Tony Reed, was Charlie Pride's fiddle player and a member of the Pridesman in the late 80s and early 90s. The Pridesman. Love that. I want to say Charlie was the kindest man i've had the pleasure of meeting and always treating us uh, and the other member uh, and the other band members families like one of his own he was honestly very humble and rosine his wife was equally the salt of the earth if you get a chance read charlie's book and you'll find he comes forward about his ongoing battle with bipolar uh, disorder which at the time was very taboo in the country community and even the african-american community i remember him talking to my dad for what felt like days about golf he felt very honored that he had fans and always enjoyed spending time with them thank you lisa for sharing that's that's awesome i think it's neat when like someone gets an inside look into like what an artist truly is and that's when you really find out who people are is who they are off stage and you know when you kind of get to know them and their families off stage and I, i would imagine he was an amazing amazing man Shane is in Jasper, Georgia. He's a pod peep for this episode. I reached out on the text line, 770-464-6024. Uh, just said, uh, wishing you and Donna and the whole family a happy new year. Thank Look forward you, to hearing Shane. all about y'all's 2021 adventures. God bless y'all, Shane from Jasper. Very kind. Thank you, Shane. Uh, and you can leave a text message. You can also leave a voicemail. Now, I haven't had received a voicemail on the text line, voicemail line, in about eight months. Mm. So I was riding around with Charlotte, our daughter, doing some Christmas stuff last week. 
And I said, hey, call this number and let's just see what happens. And I gave her the number, 770-464-6024. And our 14-year-old daughter, Charlotte, dials it up. And it rings about 12 times. And then out of nowhere, you hear me shouting at you. It's very loud. Charlotte, Charlotte turns and says to me, Daddy, that's very aggressive. <laughs> but it works. But it does work. Yes. And that was my concern. Uh-huh. So let it ring about a dozen times. Okay. All right? And then... Uh, like, turn the volume down on your phone because I do yell at you uh-huh. about leaving a message. I apologize. I don't and then leave your message. And then leave your message. Please, yes. Like. We'd love to hear from mm-hmm. you. Let's uh, connect and communicate between shows. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.